in this week's Complaint Corner, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Quicksilver, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and first thing we're gonna do is talk about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer. Uh, but before we even do that, I just want to say that this is gonna be a very, uh, like, superhero-heavy episode. Like, it's all we're talking about is superhero stuff. So if superheroes aren't your cup of tea, uh, then stick around and learn about it. <laughs> this is your Oh, learning. okay, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> a route you could take. Instead of, like, a, hey, this isn't for yeah. you, go away, it's a, hey stick around and expand your horizons that's good i like that see yeah yeah we're a very welcoming podcast yeah. don't that's, ever that's leave us just learn to like the things no. we talk about yes that's uh, good advice so falcon and the winter soldier so steve the only question that i have for you is is there any way in hell that you are actually going to watch this show or are you just going to watch the first episode make fun of it and never think of it again <sighs> You know, I I really want to like it. <laughs> um, you do? I want to. Okay. Because it looks like it won't be terrible. Uh, I like that they made Winter Soldier less like a grouchy douche. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, me too. And I'm never, I've never been crazy about Falcon, but I feel like he's at his yeah, least me, offensive me in either. this trailer so far. So like I, I, I should I I, I want to like I've, it. <laughs> I right. don't know so that I've been I will. Pretty vocal. Yeah, I've been pretty vocal. I think both of us have been pretty vocal about our lack of enthusiasm for this show from the very beginning. And I want to just as like I've said this before, but I want to just say this one last time, which is that I have nothing against the actors. I think Sebastian Stan and oh god, I can't think of the guys. Anthony Mackie. I think Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie are very fun guys. They seem like they're always having a blast. They seem very nice and likable. I like them in their interviews and stuff. I don't think that either of them do a poor job portraying their characters. Uh, but with that being said, I think that the writing of the MCU films has done both of their characters so dirty. <laughs> like, I... They they don't have personalities. Right. At least I mean they do now, okay. Well, okay. and that's nice. So, so but um, what were you gonna say? I I I want to like this because I feel like they're doing the best they can, but at the same time, yes. this is a sh this is basically a show about Patrick Starr and Millhouse. Like these aren't the characters I care about. These are the guys that stand next to them on the poster. You know. Like, yeah, that's completely... I understand yeah, that they're I mean, fucking... I that's right. This is... Uh, I understand that they're spreading I this thing as fucking thin be... as possible and getting every character who's ever been on screen their own goddamn spinoff show. But, like, at a certain yeah, point... Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. At, at a certain... <laughs> but... I know. At a certain point, it's like maybe they don't need their own shit. Maybe they can just be fill the supporting role. You know, the world needs ditch diggers, too. <laughs> so, I do think that... Uh... Uh, part of the theme of this show is going to be like, you know, these, because what you're saying is true. I mean, these two are both just sidekicks. That's what they are. I mean, I know that they might not really think of themselves that way, but that's what they are in the grander scope of everything. I mean, yeah. And I think that that's like an angle they should lean into when they're making this is like just really go all in on, especially Falcon. Sorry. Uh, but like, Falcon's not a super soldier. He's a guy. He's a he's a a soldier with a wingsuit mm -hmm. who was, you know, who is surrounded by all of these larger than life figures. I mean, he's on the same team with a man in high-tech armor, a super soldier, a god, mm -hmm. and a bunch of other crazy superpowered weirdos, and here's just this normal dude with a wingsuit. And I think that if they were to really really focus on that and this this idea that he's like doing the best he can and the thing that's exceptional about him is his like unwillingness to give up and you know he's gonna step up even though he's like you know playing way out of his field i think that that could work in a weird well, way I, I feel like I, that's I the that angle the they're gonna go with when we saw in the trailer there like you know everybody's celebrating him as captain america i feel like the entire show or at least this first season here 
is going to be like him trying to live up to the title of Captain America. And Bucky's like, hey, you know, I'm ready to step in anytime you want. And he's like, no, I'm Captain America. And Bucky's going to be like, but you don't deserve yeah. to be Captain America. He was the hero and you're just some guy. He's like, I got to be the best I can be. That's the plot of the show. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, honestly, that sounds like a pretty good plot. Like, if you're going to make a show about Falcon, that would be the angle I would go I mean, with. It's probably, so it's, that's, yeah, probably. You know, so it's like, it seems like this could be a good show. And also, I got like a, I don't know about you, but I got some serious, like, Fast and Furious vibes through from this trailer. Like, I kept thinking of the, uh, the Hobbs and Shaw trailer uh, from, like, way back when. Ugh. Like, and well, I don't put, know, I don't put know if that that's a taste good thing in my or mouth. not. <laughs> now I'm starting to rethink this. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's a good, I mean, the thing about the Fast and Furious movies, which I haven't actually ever sat down and watched them, but I have seen clips and stuff, is that those movies are dumb as fuck, but they're fun, too. Like, they they have an energy, and, like, a, just it's they're just enjoyable. And if that's what this show is supposed to be, is it supposed to just be enjoyable and funny and you, you know, they, they're really going like heavy on this rivalry between Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, I, I think it could be a lot of fun. I, I'm, I'm interested if nothing else. I mean, it, uh, it could be good if they play mm-hmm. it right, where they make it like not everything. If everything is a contest, but not a fight. How about does that make sense? Like, I don't yes, mind them. Yes, I don't mind I them butting heads and got this friendly rivalry thing going on, as long as it doesn't start to like bog down the show. Which there's a real chance it could. Yeah, that's true. Except Marvel's yeah, pretty good at this kind of thing, so maybe a... they'll get it right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would agree that I do think Marvel's pretty good with this. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like the dynamic between, uh, sort of between the dynamic between the original Captain America and um, Iron Man, like especially early on mm-hmm. where there's like you talking a lot like Avengers between them. Yeah, I'm talking like the first Avengers maybe elements of uh, Avengers 2. Uh, and I liked that dynamic back in the day. Uh, so, like, I'm I'm okay with them having, like, a friendly rivalry, but I agree that if they go too heavy on that and make them too antagonistic, it, it sounds like it would just be irritating, mm-hmm. and I don't want to deal with that. Um, but even so, I did think this was a pretty good trailer. Uh, Baron oh, Zemo's yeah, and also, in there. I was just about to say, Baron Zemo. I'm very excited for Baron Zemo. I thought he was, like, a huge, huge highlight of uh, Civil War, and I am, like, so stoked to have him coming back and actually have him looking like his comic book counterpart. You mean with his, like, Like, fucking wool cap for a mask? Yeah, dude. I I think it looks... I mean, based on the little bit they showed of it, I think he looks really good. Um, and I like the idea of kind of like Falcon. This is just a normal dude who's trying to take down all these superheroes because he thinks that they're morally wrong or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, that's a compelling antagonist. I like that. I think it's a perfect antagonist for Falcon as the new Captain America or whatever. Uh, like I, I, there's a lot of potential here. I think, I feel like this show is just dripping with potential, and I really hope that they don't fuck it up. Uh, that being said, I don't give a shit about Sharon Carter, and I never will. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I forgot she was in there. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that means that I'm sexist. Is that No, sexist it doesn't mean me that. It just like means her? that she's not a character, and you don't care about her being there. Like, You're allowed to I not wonder... like women, Apple. Uh, Adam. Fuck. Adam. <laughs> Adam. Apple. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I just I just don't give a shit about her character, like, at all. I thought that her romance between, uh, the romance between her and Steve was just awful. Like, I, I gave no shits about that, ever. That's probably my number one, uh, thing I didn't like about Civil War, which is a movie I really, really enjoyed. Uh, and it definitely seems like this is a sequel to Civil War. Like, they're really going all in on the connections there. Uh, which is fine. But... I I'm not, I I'm not that excited about her. I never have been. Uh, well, I imagine uh, the reason it's she's fine. there is because she's a recognizable named character, and she's probably pretty cheap. Yeah, comparatively cheap yeah. anyway. I mean, I think that that's I think that that's very true. Like you can't fucking put um, like uh, Ant Man in this bitch, but you can sure as fuck put her in there. I was gonna say the only uh, we do have confirmation that War Machine is going to be in this. Now maybe it's just gonna be Don Cheadle and not like in the full War Machine you mm-hmm. know outfit or whatever. 
Uh, but that, which that totally makes sense. You should have War Machine should be around for this. You you know he should be a supporting element. Uh, but I'm more excited about him being in the show than I am about fucking Agent. 13. I forget I about War name, Machine right? every time he's not on screen. I just don't have object. I don't have object <laughs> permanence for him specifically. Like, fucking. Do you remember in Age of, uh, in um, uh, 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 the, the, the the Thanos one? What a fucking end game. End game. When fucking yeah. War Machine shows up and he's dropping bombs on aliens, it's like, oh yeah, I forgot that War Machine was here. And it's like every time I see him, it's like so a every brand. Every time he every shows time up, he shows up like, it's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, War Machine exists. <laughs> every time. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just for him. Opinion... I am of the opinion that they should have killed War Machine in Civil War. I think that uh, one of the f- very legitimate criticisms of the MCU is that they are not very good at stakes and like actually killing off characters. It's one of the reasons. I mean, that they didn't kill Endgame half the so world. Good. Well, I know, I know. Yes, they killed half the world, but then they all got brought back. They did, yeah. Well, they didn't, like, undo the time. So, There's still, like, you know, five years in the future. The no, world has moved on. They didn't 100% status quo it's, fix it. Which is very true. And I think that, uh, you know, I loved Endgame. I thought Endgame handled the whole, like, you know, snap situation, like, perfectly. I think it makes sense to, it's like, okay, they fixed it, but they're still damaged. Like, they, they didn't erase the five years that everybody was gone. Mm-hmm. And now all of these people are back, and the world's moved on without them, and, okay, shit, now what do you do? And I think that'll be a part of this show as well. A lot of people got remarried. Both Falcon, both Falcon and Winter Soldier were both erased and then brought back, and now Falcon is Captain America, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I just got here. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know what's happening. Like, who the hell are you? <laughs> Uh, but I'm, I'm very, very cautiously optimistic about this show. I, I, I want to, I don't want to go in with any expectations, uh, but I'm hoping that it'll at least be a good time. It'll be fun and entertaining. And that's, that's good enough. I think I'm glad that this is a show and not a movie. I'll say that. Sure. Uh, yeah. I think that if this was a movie, it would never work. Yeah. But as a as like a little show, you know, an hour every week, I, I can I can spare an hour every week for uh, for the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Why not? Sure. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Disney Plus like still lives in the past and releases things weekly instead of just all at once. I forgot about that. I kind of love it. Honestly, I, I really, really like the weekly release because it makes uh, I find binging exhausting if I'm being honest. Oh, no, I like, need to it, do it, that. Like. I compl- I just I don't agree at if all. If I'm not binging, I, then I'm I, not I watching like... something, and then I, I can hear the voices. So I need to be able to constantly drown those out with new things. So binging is very, definitely uh-huh. for me. Okay, also, fair and enough, I'm fair I, I say this with uh, you know very open. I am not a patient man, and I need my satisfaction right now. I see. So uh, I am weird in that, like I can be very patient, but like. There has to be a goal in mind. Does that make sense? It's like, I need to be oriented. I need to, like, like if I don't have, like, an, like, a, like something I'm working towards, then I'm not very good at being patient. But I can, I can be patient when need be. Uh, and I think that the situations like this is, like, I love the weekly release format for these Marvel shows. It's just so refreshing to have like a weekly dose of new marvel content i've been so like i've been so deprived of new marvel stuff for so fucking long that it's like like every week i get so excited and i remember that it's friday and there's a new episode of wandavision like i'm I'm just like oh my god yes i'm so ready for this i know you don't feel that way nope uh i forgot what it was like to experience weekly episodes of things the mandalorian had to remind me what it was like to wait for stuff Oh, I like that. I love that because it, it 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 makes it mean more. It lets it stew in your head. You know what I mean? I suppose it's like the difference. But it's like the difference between microwaving a burger and doing like a like a fucking like a like a nice broil and like cooking it on like an open fire, like a grill. It's that it's like it means more when you put more time into it. You talking about edging? Does that makes sense. You talking about edging right now? I mean, I guess, yeah, okay. that's exactly right. what I'm talking about. So I'm the Mandalorian about is like edging? 
I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for putting it in terms I understand. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're gonna move on to our next piece of news, which again is still uh, very Marvelly. It's like a, it's just uh, next door. Is... It's just the next thing. Yeah. Exactly. And that is that uh, they've announced a new series. Yay! We don't have enough of those. Uh, called the Kingdom of Wakanda, which is coming from the director of Black Panther, Ryan Coogler. So I do think it's kind of funny that it's like, all right, so we want to make a spinoff for Black Panther, but there aren't really enough side characters to make it be a character-themed uh, spinoff. So let's just do a spinoff of the country. How about that? <laughs> it's like, I mean, okay, fine. Um... I do think that Wakanda, like, I feel like they've barely scratched the surface of what they can do story-wise with Wakanda. Like, like it's like we've gotten a taste of what Wakanda could be for the MCU, and I am actually very excited for this series. I'm, I, I have a lot of faith in Ryan Coogler. What do you think, Steve? Um, so, Adam, I honestly, at this point, I was emotionally, I was getting too pretty emotionally numb, but now I'm starting to get, like, physically angry. Physically like, angry? Why? Because of all the stop, shows? No, stop making fucking shows. Stop it. I'm serious. No more goddamn spinoffs. I'm so fucking sick of it. I I have a limit to the amount of things I'm willing to absorb about any franchise. I fucking... Any of... I don't care. Okay. Stop making shows. And they're going to start putting, like, fucking uh, that one we were just talking about there, uh, uh, um, Robot Arm and Wings. Falcon? Thank you. Winter Soldier and Falcon. Falcon. Winter Soldier. Um, that one looks like it actually has like a budget, which means they're going to put a lot of time into it, which means mm -hmm. it's going to be like important probably, and it's going to be relevant going forward to the fucking stupid superhero timeline. And I'm going to have to see it if I want to know what the fuck's going on. And I don't like that. I don't want to yeah. have to watch all the goddamn sideshows and watch the movies and read all the fuck of, and read the backs of all of the soda cans that they with the special edition McDonald's releases <laughs> and all that shit to know what's going. I just want to see the movies. And know what's happening. I hate it. I hate actively in my chest a burning hate. Like, this before, it was just sort of like, a, you know, a hyperbole. Like, oh, I hate that, you know, like we like to do. But now I just actively hate it. Like, just right in my blood and guts. I don't want any more goddamn oh Marvel God. shows. No more goddamn Marvel <laughs> You're shows. You're such a... Oh, my God. Fine. And this is going to be taken the so, wrong way because I said this after the Wakanda one. So let me clarify. I'm not upset about the Wakanda show. I'm upset about Marvel show number 11 billion. Yeah. 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 No, I, although I, I, I don't totally give a fuck about the country of Wakanda, the show. Those are two separate issues, <laughs> but I don't want this. Okay. Okay. Uh, fair enough. I totally see where you're coming from. Uh, I, however, do not agree. So, for me, I when I'm, like, getting into, like, a series, I, I realized in the past couple of years that I really, really love super long stories. I love long stories. Like, The Dresden Files is, like, 17 novels and, like, two short story books and a bunch of comics. And I just, like, I just want to, I just sink my teeth into it. And I, and, I, and I look at each little thing and I just gobble it all up. And I just, like, I want more. Same with Star Wars and same with Marvel. Okay. Like, I just love okay. large interconnected stories. I totally mm -hmm. get why other people don't like them. Okay. I totally so... get it. Uh, okay, all right, hang on. Hang, it just you works just for hang me. Hang on a damn minute. <laughs> all right, all right. So number right, one, this Wait, Dresden Files it. thing, that's a book series, yeah? And yeah. that's a sequential series of events happening in order. Book two follows book one. It's not like book one and a half or something? So, yes, no, each book is sequential, but the short stories are kind of just shotgunned all over Fine, the place. whatever. But, uh, but that but is yes. a still a cohesive narrative being told start to finish. Star Wars is different. That's a That's fucking correct. spider web spawning nonsense. This Marvel thing yes, is one is. story being told by a guy who rambles and stutters and forgets where he left off and starts a whole new story in the middle. So he's telling us the story yeah, of Captain America, and he says, oh, by the way, hang on a minute. I need to tell you about the story of the two spinoff sidekicks really quick so you know what the fuck's going to happen in the next story instead of just telling us the next story. 
And that's what bothers me about this fucking thing so much, is that all of these stupid spin-off bullshit is loosely looped back into the story when we could just cut it off like a fucking vestigial organ and the body would be healthier for it. See, like, I, okay, I get where you're coming from. I completely understand what you're saying and you're not wrong. I just don't feel the same way. Like, me, I'm like, oh my god, yes, like, all of these spinoffs, it's all connected, there'll be tiny little references between them, <laughs> each story sets up subsequent stories, if you want to have a completely full understanding of everything happening in the universe, you need to have, ev you need to read or watch every single little piece of it, and it's, it, it all meshes in this giant mosaic of brilliance, and I'm so here for it. Okay. Like, I, I love big, complicated stories. Like, I just want to just dive in, you know? I told again, completely understand why other people wouldn't like that. Because it is often very overwhelming. But I love it. <laughs> like, okay. that's just, it All just right. works for my head. I don't know what to tell you. All right, well, okay, let me, uh, fine, fair enough, stipulated, fine. Let me try to put it this way instead. Uh, I'm actually a fan of the... Okay. Of the big story as well. Let's say you had a cast of like five main characters or four or whatever, you know. And let's say they've all got their own goal. I don't mind if all of those things loop out and then weave together. I don't mind if all of those characters' individual things have to do with another character's individual thing. As long as all of those eventually lead in the same direction. I want like sure. 45 degree angles for my tangents, not... 180 or 90 or whatever, you know? Like, I don't want to derail to talk about something and then reference it later. I want the divergence to eventually meet up with somebody else's divergence and go, oh, that's how all of the world connected. That's how our stories mm. meet, and that's what makes the story move forward, not fucking, like, like who gives a shit what sidekicks are up to i uh, i can't put into words why this bothers me so much I, i'm but... sorry steve but like me me okay I well can't. then you're part like, of the problem and that's like why we have so many marvel shows made for me <laughs> yep no i i fully acknowledge like me and like the fans that are like me you you, you have me to blame I, for all i do this. i do uh, have you to blame and for that i'm sorry okay well you know what <laughs> i that's fine i won't blame you 100 uh, percent for it but you know yeah, I mean, it's not, obviously, it's not just me, but well. I, I am very much a part of your problem, and I'm sorry, but here we are, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just guzzling it all down, okay, I'm well. just like, like, shotgun, Falcon Winter Soldier, fucking WandaVision, Kingdom of Wakanda, why the fuck not, let's go, like, <laughs> okay. like yeah, I'm, <laughs> well, well, I'm happy that you're enjoying yourself, I, I guess, that's, that's all I can do, okay. is, is well, be happy for you, and know that somewhere in the world, other people are happy. And that is, is just gonna have is to be good going enough, to tie, I guess. This conversation is going to tie directly into my humble opinion later, and I cannot wait to get to that point. Okay, but okay not, cool. That's, well, that's I'm can't, I can't wait either. But I guess what I'm uh, saying is right. that we're just gonna speaking, have to agree to disagree on this one, because I can't Speaking even of which. Uh, while we're uh, on the, it, this is just going to be a part of this conversation, so I'm just going to sprinkle it in right okay. now. Okay. Uh, so spoilers for the latest episode of Wandavision, everybody. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen it, you really should watch it. It's very good. It's very fun. Uh, but all right, there's your warning. So Evan Peters has officially returned as Quicksilver in the latest episode of Wandavision. For those people who don't pay attention to casting and stuff, Me. that's perfectly fine. Evan, yeah, I know. Uh, Evan Peters played Quicksilver in the Fox films. So that's like X-Men Apocalypse, Days of Future Past, uh, Dark Phoenix. And now they're bringing him into the MCU because Disney owns Fox now. And all of those properties can just be brought in whenever the hell they want Yummy, to. yummy, yum. And, which, mean, <laughs> which means for you, Steve, that the Marvel Universe just got a hell of a lot bigger because I guess there's the, some other multiverse, which is the X-Men universe, that is sort of kind of canon in the MCU. It's like that happened as a part of the larger multiverse. Uh, and how do you feel about that, Steve? Um, I don't know how to feel about that. 
You don't know? Because I didn't see that episode, okay. so I don't know what the context of his appearance is. Is he showing so up in I, her... I can just tell you... Whatever, sure. I'll, I'll make this easy for you, because I, I know you're not going to want to watch it, so I'll just tell you the important part. Uh, so basically, at the very end of the episode, out of nowhere, because they, they talked about Quicksilver a couple of times... Uh, but then at the very end of the latest episode, he just walk, he just knocks on the door and he's like, Hey, what up, sis? You know, what? And I th <laughs> thought I wanted to visit my family. And it's like this giant, you know, it's like this big moment where Wanda, it became a meme now, like Wanda with Wanda opening the door and she's looking at him in confusion. And then the, the next, the next cut is, you know, fucking Evan Peters. Uh, and it's it, like i think this is a huge deal going forward like i feel like almost anything is on the table now if they want to bring in hugh jackman okay if hugh no Jackman's hang on time out to return so, so they totally could time out so what's up uh quicksilver the x-men quicksilver uh-huh went to wanda's yeah. home in the 50s or whatever and she's like, hey, uh, it's this, it's whatever, the whatever. 80s now, but yes, whatever. It's the 80s. She went to her rock and roll house <laughs> and he was like, hey, uh -huh. it's me. I'm your brother and this is, you're my sister. And we're a family and I recognize you as such. And then she looks at him and sees Quicksilver from our universe so, or a different well, okay, unrelated guy. She, that... she says, she says like Pietro, okay. like, like question mark. And but, he's like, yeah, it's me. Okay. Your but brother. Like, he doesn't, he's a totally different guy. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, she recognizes that it's supposed to be her brother, but it's like, you know, he has a different face. Okay. So I, they're played by so different actors, confused. but is it still supposed to be Quicksilver in both universes? Like they're supposed to, so, uh, they're supposed the, to be the, the same is, guy. Know. We haven't. It was a tease, my man. Okay, like, all right, I don't okay, know okay. the answer to that. So, yet. hypothetically, uh, I then. I will happily tell you once So, I hypothetically, do. then, yeah. that means that either our Marvel Universe, Wanda and uh, Pietro, are indeed the children of Magneto, yeah. who is not Magneto. Yep. Or, mm -hmm. um, in the other universe there, there is a, another Wanda floating around somewhere that we just never saw. We okay. First of all, we don't know that because so. All right, the thing about Wanda's Wanda Vision is like her powers is she can like she basically implants her version of reality onto whoever is in her immediate proximity, right? So she could very easily be like mind fucking with this version of Quicksilver to make him think that she is her, that she is his sister, but that might not necessarily be true. It's like, I feel like the universes are kind of colliding. Uh, and so it's like, I don't know yet if that means there is another Wanda that's a part of the Fox universe or okay. something. Maybe that's the case, but we don't actually know so that yet. So are it, there like, mutants in the Marvel universe? No, right? Uh, they've never said it. They've never said that there are mutants. But, um, I but mean, now there are because of this other universe. Mutants now exist. In Yeah. Okay. Mutants theoretically now exist. So yes. Wanda is not a but mutant. We don't then? know how that is. I don't believe so. No, because Wanda in the MCU got her powers from the Mind Stone. Right. We know that she didn't like they didn't develop naturally. She got them from the Mind Stone. So, but obviously that's but not Quick the case. Silver is not a mutant of, either. Of Where did his super speed come from? Quicksilver also got his powers from, I believe, the Mind Stone. But that... Mm, okay. uh, or, like, the original Quicksilver, the one who died. Okay, He got right. his powers from the Mind Stone. Uh, and then, th then, then this other version of Quicksilver in the original X-Men universe got his powers just, you know, as a as mutant. As a mutant, sure. Who may or may not have uh, a sister that we don't know about. Who may or may not be a mutant. That is... That is correct. Okay. All of that is correct. Because, yeah... We, we, it's hard to, it, that, that's just it, is that this could have so many ramifications for the entire grand multiverse. Like, it's like, what does this mean going forward? I don't have any fucking idea. Like, like what? I don't know what's happening anymore. So they are there, just do whatever mm, they want. So now. are there Infinity Stones in uh, the X-Men universe, then? I would say yes. Okay. I, I think that's a safe assumption. I think that each universe has its own set of Infinity Stones. That's my my assumption interesting they haven't confirmed that outright okay but uh well that means we're gonna have uh, to have do dr strange that... go over to the x-men at some point and work that out yes 
which I think that that's all that was already probably going to happen at some point. I've always thought that that's how they were going to bring Deadpool into the mix. Uh, like just have Doctor Strange go over there. Maybe like the universe, like maybe the Fox universe is imploding because a giant mouse is slowly consuming all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, oh, I'm, I'm collecting. Oh. here. <laughs> exactly. So like the universe is like breaking down, and so Doctor Strange shows and up. What he just fucking to try shows to up and says, "Bring you two of every mutant, so I can bring you over on my giant magic arc and well, implant maybe he's you." He's just grabbing as many people as he can save, and one of those people is Deadpool. Another one is Quicksilver. I'm I'm just fucking. I'm just throwing these. Well, ideas that's out that's there. a bad I idea. Don't, don't make that movie. Why not? Why that would, sounds great. Why would I'd Doctor Strange go over to a universe and grab any number of people to say that it was going to collapse? Why wouldn't he just let it explode? Um, Maybe because he cares about other people. There are an infinite number of lives? universes that are infinitely exploding and being born every minute of every day of every year of every infinity. You can't possibly save yeah. or care about okay. any of them. Um, maybe Doctor Strange does, or maybe, because th this is still a young Doctor Strange. Maybe he doesn't understand the full ramifications of everything yet. Maybe that's what Deadpool 3 is going to open with. Maybe Deadpool 3 is going to open with giant Mickey Mouse Galactus eating everything. I, and I then really Doctor actually want and he's, giant Mickey Mouse Galactus now in a Deadpool movie. I, I, like, the more I think about it, the more I want it. Because <laughs> that would be a very good Deadpool really meta thing to do, I think. I think it would, right? And then, you know, Deadpool's freak, you know, Deadpool's like, oh man, everything's gonna die. You know, no, this is terrible. Or whatever. I don't know what he's gonna say. I'm not a good Deadpool impersonator. That's for sure. Uh, and then, and then, like, a little circle appears and Doctor Strange walks through and he's like, he's like, come with me if you want to live. And Deadpool's like, okay, sounds great. And then now he's a part of the MCU. I'm just, that, there. All There's right. my pitch. Sure. <laughs> whatever. Why not? Well, I they think they can do anything. I now. think That's they'll have so to exciting. do the Deadpool three movie first to get Wolverine on board, or or whoever they're gonna bring, and then they'll all be in the same place for when Doctor Strange shows up in the post credit scene to save them all. That works too. Sure. Why the fuck not? And then Let's we can all deal with the insane ramifications of having the fucking X Men in the Marvel universe when those two universes are so very different. Yes, they are, and I'm just so excited for how they're going to, like, approach that. I have so much faith in Marvel Studios. Like, I have so much faith in Kevin, in Kevin Feige. I, I'm sure that they will make it work somehow and have it make sense. Uh, that, like, I'm not even worried about it. I'm just like, hey, you know what? Do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm just I'm just here. I'm strapped in. Like, let's I mean, fucking go. They are very good like, at what they do, I guess. So, you know, if anybody could collide two really entirely are. unrelated franchises and make it work somehow, I guess it'd be them. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. Like, if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be the Marvel Studios guys. I like, I can't I wait for this like... fucking Spider-Man three with three goddamn Spider-Mans in it. Dude, same. I'm so excited. That comes out in December. That's gonna be by so the way. dumb least, or so unless awesome. It gets, unless it gets fucking delayed again. But you know who knows? So dumb or so. I feel awesome. like everything. Uh, I think it probably will be a little bit of both, uh, and I'm I'm so ready. <laughs> I, I want it so bad. I have been wanting the a uh, Spider Verse Spider Man movie for so fucking long. I think that if you were to dig through old episodes of the show, you could probably find one from like three years ago where I'm talking about that as a possibility. Like, well, you probably and, and did, and I probably told you you were an idiot, it. and they would never do that. But it seems like they're just. You know, determined to prove me wrong about these things, so... That is correct. Now I've got I egg on my right. face. <laughs> uh, so, our last piece of, uh, of news for the day... Uh, it's still su it's still a superhero, but it's now we're changing gears over to um, DC. Yippee! Our favorite, con <laughs> our favorite topic uh, is that The Suicide Squad is officially finished, according to James Gunn. Uh, and he also says that WB did not mess with his movie at all. Uh, WB very famously fucked with the original Suicide Squad after Batman v Superman did not make enough money. 
Uh, and so they decided they like reworked the entire plot and had the whole movie re-edited by a trailer house company because they wanted it to sell. And unfortunately, it kind of worked out for them. Like that movie made way more money than anyone expected it to. Uh, that is the original Suicide Squad that everybody hates now. Uh, and now here we are, and we're getting a weird sort of reboot to it. Um, so, Steve, are you even a little bit interested in seeing this new Suicide Squad directed by James Gunn? No. No, fuck no, that thing. No, come on. Fuck that movie. Can't I, can't I, can't I lure you in? Like, well, James Gunn is a great director. I, I you don't like care. Guardians of the I Galaxy. So I have to see it. Come on. I have to see it for the show, but you I do. don't care about That's it true. at all. Okay, fine. Like that's the best. Mr. It's the best you're gonna get. Here. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It doesn't mean <laughs> anything to me. I don't care how hard James Gunn worked to try to make the Suicide Squad or Suicide Squad or whatever the fuck it's called now any better. I don't care. It's, it's the. I don't it's care. The. It's already ruined once, so I am biased against this one for attempting to do the same thing. That's, I didn't even like the premise the first time around, fair. so. I'm sorry, Mr. Gunn. I mean, the premise is a really weird premise that I think completely falls apart when you have the wrong writer uh, um, involved, which is exactly what happened to the first movie. Uh, well, uh, no, that's not I, even... I'm, okay. I'm excited. Here's, here's the thing. I like my... I figured out what my problem is, I think. I like my superheroes, or okay. even my antiheroes, I guess, to have powers, you know? And... Aside from the one guy yeah. that sets things on fire at the once, there's no superpower people on that team. Unless you count, you know, fucking Killer um, Croc as a superpower, but I sure as fuck don't, because all he did was throw a bomb and swim once. I mean, debatably, sort of. Yeah. It, I like yeah, my superhero God, movies man. to have superheroes in them, not a bunch of fucking jackasses with guns. There's lots of movies I can go and watch a bunch of jackasses yeah. with guns. You know what? Fucking you know, Fast I mean, and the Furious is more of a superhero movie than uh fucking it absolutely yeah. is yeah so that's where we're at now if that's the bar that's disgraceful and i don't care about this i don't i don't care none of those characters remotely interest me even a little bit i can't be mad at will smith because it's impossible like, to be mad I at will like smith the... but oh, oh okay i mean yeah i like harley quinn i think margot robbie does such a good job as harley quinn like you know, I think Suicide Squad is really bad, don't get me wrong, but I think she was a good Harley Quinn. And I know you don't really like it either, but I also really liked Birds of Prey, uh, and I'm excited for The Suicide Squad, and I'm excited for more uh, Harley Quinn. I just like her. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, that, man. That's fine. I think fine. she's just goddamn likable. That's fine. I Whatever. I, I don't care. <laughs> I feel like I'm repeating myself yeah, yeah, a lot. You just don't care. This you're doesn't just... exist in yeah, my universe. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, I don't care. I don't care. This doesn't exist in my <laughs> world, my realm of understanding, my perceptions, my, the way I view reality. This is a gray spot. It exists foggy out of my peripheral vision. It exists, <laughs> but it does not exist to me. How about that? Okay. Uh, but it... All right, all right. So what you're telling me is that you're just not going to give a shit about DC until they bring Green Lantern into the mix. Well, I didn't somehow, say that, but since way. you brought it up, yes. Where the fuck is my Green Lantern movie, please? Yeah, I, I mean, I know you. I know you're a huge Green Lantern. It doesn't fan, seem hard. Honestly, I, I can't see. I can't say that I'm a fan of Green Lantern because I haven't read a lot of their stuff. We've been waiting on this Green Lantern core like movie for Green like ten Lantern. years. <laughs> yeah, it's been such a long time. Oh my At this God. point, it doesn't even have uh, to be good. No, I mean, it, it probably won't be. I feel like our expectations are raised. Not even, really. Mine but, aren't. There's like, nothing to be excited about. It doesn't of... exist. <laughs> it's true. Like, just get that fellow who oh, made Shazam God. just to make this one. I think that'd be fine. I just want to see a guy punching stuff with big green boxing gloves. Is that is that too much to ask? It doesn't feel like it is, you know? It's not, it's not hard. I, I, you know, no, I don't think it I'll is. I'll write it's the screenplay myself, and you guys can just put it to film. How about that? Let me know who I gotta I mean, mail literally, that to. Like I'll knock could... it out in an afternoon. 
and then I'll send it off to you guys. I, you don't with, even have to like, credit me. With Just... modern day CGI, like if you can make a good Doctor Strange movie, you can make a good fucking Green Lantern movie. It's not that. Just put a green filter over shit. Okay. Like, I, I feel like it, there's no way it could be that difficult. Like, come on. You know the technology like, that made the broomsticks glow like lightsabers in A New Hope? Like, in the 70s? Uh-huh. Maybe we can just apply that yeah. to something. I, I'll take that. Anything, really. You just want to... If just you want to just lantern. drive an actual truck into somebody and then paint it green afterwards with special effects, I'll fucking take it, dude. Just give me my movie. <laughs> I ask for I really nothing. Hope that someday you get all, your movie. All, you I keep really offering do. me all these things, and I keep spitting them out and saying, I just want the thing I asked for, but nobody wants to give me the thing I asked <laughs> for. Just give me a Green Lantern movie. It's not, it's not difficult. Everybody likes Green... 100% of people on Earth like Green Lantern. They just don't know it yet. He's the best. Everybody <laughs> likes Hal Jordan. He's uh -huh. everyone's friend. And you can make fucking Sinestro Hal the villain Jordan's again if cool. you want with his little porn star mustache. That's fine. I don't, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> fucking that guy who played the bad guy mm. in Shazam is Sinestro from the Green Lantern movie. Oh, yeah. Just make yeah. him do it again. He is. Just make him do it again. He was fine as Sinestro. I don't care. Oh, it's man. fine. You can even make it a sequel to the other uh, one if you was, want. Just change everything was... about it. He was, like, absolutely 100% the best thing about that movie, was him as Sinestro. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know shit about Sinestro. All He's I know purple. is that he he was a Green Lantern, and then he became a bad guy, and he has a red ring now. Yellow ring. That's all he has I know a yellow ring from the Antimatter yellow, Universe. I'm sorry, yeah, yellow ring. I knew that. I'm it's sorry. the yellow power of fear. Don't head. let me catch you slipping up like that again. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Uh, but, like, I I really did like, what was it, Mark Strong, I think his name is? I don't is? know, Sinestro. I he was great as Sinestro. His name is Sinestro. I love how this conversation about Suicide Squad just became a conversation about Green Lantern. Well, that's Lantern. because Suicide that's Squad is stupid, and we should be putting all our resources into making a Green Lantern before I die. <laughs> and I don't take care of myself, so that could all be right, sooner Steve. rather than later. I'd really like to see this before I go. I don't plan on making it past 50, that so let's get this shit knocked out. That would suck. Jesus. All right. Well, uh, with that uh, in mind, uh, <laughs> would you like to now move on to uh, fucking? Oh my God! What is it? Um, to the magic hour? Yes, which is I where think I you would tell me the. You you are painstakingly walking me through the timeline of the magic universe, and I have to quietly try to pretend that I remember anything about it <laughs> and make sense of a bunch of names that don't make any goddamn sense. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> Oh, God. Let's see. What happened last time? Okay, there was a Flood Age. I remember Flood Age. We are age. in the Flood right, Age, yes. Check that off. The... We are in... I, that's, like, all I can fucking remember, apparently. Oh, yeah, there was, um... What was it? Bears? No. Nope. There was some kind of monster that... Was it wolves? Nope. No. What was it? What, what, there was a... There was a, a bunch of sentient something or other. They were gorillas. Gorillas! Right, Gorilla Grodd. They had a little private city. Mm -hmm. They're not actually important, but I remember them because I am familiar with gorillas. Exactly. And you know what a gorilla is, so you gravitate eye. to it. Awesome. <laughs> what What do you expect me to do? I think what I'm going to do going nature, forward is I'm just going to put big emphasis on things you should be asking about when I say them so that you know to ask about them. That makes no, sense. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. I want to see you squirm a little bit. Damn it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The year 2946 AR. Limdul returns with an army of undead. Azar, Sarmal's apprentice, defeats him but gets trapped with him in one body. Sarmal hides the body for its energies keep walkers from entering Shandalar. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I, I, need, I have many questions. Okay, so... It's two consciousnesses in one body, yes. and that body was hidden? Yes. In... So, what? Did they just, like, sit in eternal conflict? Like, unable to move? Is that your question? It... I... No. I... Just tell me more about this body-inhabiting situation. That's my question. Tell me everything to... I want to know about okay, this. Okay, so, Limdul the Necromancer, who we've talked about before, attacked, and... Azar, who is the apprentice yeah. of Sarmal, fought him. So Azar, or, uh -huh. or Azar, and Limdul live, are, got trapped in the same body. It's, it's Azar's body. 
they live inside Azar's body, and the okay. uh, Sarmal, who is the guy who was not in the fight, takes that body and hides mm-hmm. it because it, you know, sends out magical voodoo that keeps other planeswalkers from coming into his plane, which is Chandelar, and he wants okay. that to be the case. Okay. So I still I'm, I'm I'm so the two people the necromancer and the apprentice mm-hmm. are trapped in the same body are they conscious like uh yes do they do they talk to each other and are they buried like what the other dude just hid the body like what is that so that seems horrible so they're both in there are they trapped in they're they're both in there okay. I don't remember who controls the body I think Limduel controls the body um. But yes, they he did just lock them up. That's fucking sad, dude. What the fuck? That's that is some cruel shit. <laughs> was he friends with the dude who now shares his body with a necromancer? Uh, well, that kid was his apprentice, so I guess. Oh, oh, I missed that. I, see, that's another thing is that the the names don't stick in my head. So I okay. So okay, character so A was the, person... the apprentice to character B. Character A yeah, fought necromancer. Right. They got stuck together. Character B yeah. hid them. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Got it. To use them so as, like, a big battery. That's unusual. That dude's fucked up. I just want to, like, really make that clear. <laughs> I don't... What's his name again? Uh, the, uh, the, the apprentice or the guy that hid them? The, no, the master. The master or whatever. Uh... The, the guy who locked up the body. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, his name was Sarmal. Sarmal is a dick, Steve. <laughs> and I don't care what you say. Sarmal is a dick. I, I didn't disagree with you. I don't you. know anything else about him. Okay. Well, well here's the uh, thing about old magic timelines. Is he a dick? Basically, everybody is an asshole. Oh, okay. That's good to know. This was before This All was right. before well, we had any, like, hero heroes, dick, you know? That, and he locked up his apprentice. Yeah, this was before they were, like... Say this again? was before we had, like, hero heroes of, like, the conventional sense. It was a lot of selfish assholes doing a lot of selfish mm. asshole things. Now, this wasn't necessarily that. Okay. I want you to understand. There's reasons for this to happen, but lots of assholes do exist in this timeline. Well, Sarmal's still a dick for treating his apprentice so badly. That guy didn't deserve it. Or did he? You don't know uh, anything about hey, him. In. That's true. I don't fucking know shit. But I, I would like to... He was in his care. It, like, how dare you? Oh, mm-hmm, no, that's mm-hmm, fucked mm-hmm. up, Steve. Sarmal's a dick. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna write that fucking down. I'm gonna write down Sarmal, and I don't know Sarmal. I can spell it for you if you'd a like. Dick. I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna remember that. I hope for next week. Sarmal is a dick. <laughs> okay. Right. Cool. So now we're going to move on to my humble opinion, which is the part of the show where we both just talk about the latest thing that we watched slash played or read or whatever, and we talk about our thoughts on it. Unfortunately, you don't have a humble opinion this week. So uh, that is accurate. Correct. Yes. Correct. I was going to yeah, do one, right. and then I so, just never got around to doing it because I got, kept getting distracted, and then I didn't finish anything in time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that sucks. I could but tell you about okay, all the ways because... I've blown money in the last couple days with like crippling addiction, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, no, don't t- I yeah, I, I don't need to know about how horrible your life is, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you that I back to back went out and spent hundreds of dollars every day for like a week. <laughs> oh no. No, no, no. On shit you didn't need. Well, okay, well, need is a strong word. Okay, so sh- on shit you didn't need. Gotcha. Well, let's let's agree <laughs> like, to disagree about what I need, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh anyway, so uh, I have a humble opinion this week, and it's actually kind of convenient that you don't, because that means I can just just launch into this. Um, so I read the the High Republic Into the Dark, which is the third Star Wars High Republic novel. Uh, it is a young adult novel, which that'll be important later. I'll get. Is that back the one that, that's got but, like light petting uh, and stuff in it? <laughs> no. Young adult basically just means that the main character is a young adult. He's, like, 16. Uh, In case you're ever Mm -hmm. wondering, so, like, if A New Hope was to be made, like, if if A New Hope was to be made today as a novel, it would be a young adult novel. That's all that young adult means, is that the main character is dealing with young adult issues. Mm. 
like you know what do i do with my life and oh no my father figure is dead mm. and mm-hmm, shit like mm-hmm. that uh but anyway anime. sure in my humble yes like anime sure uh but anyway in my humble opinion into the dark uh which is written by claudia gray who's a great star wars novelist is probably the best high republic book so far there's only three, so that's not, you know, a very high Well, that bar. means last place is uh, just but, third place. That's still a medal. I, I mean, that's true. But even so, I do think that it is, in my personal opinion, I think it's better than Light of the Jedi. I think most people would think Light of the Jedi is better. But um, I'll, I'll talk about that one a little bit more later. I just want, I want to talk about Into the Dark to start with. This book had such a good premise that that alone like made the whole book worth it to me. So basically, um, like this small team of Jedi uh, and a couple of pilots are on their way over to to the Starlight Beacon during the High Republic. That's some kind of like uh, strip when club a or something. Hyperspace. Uh, that's some kind again? of strip what? club or something. It's not a strip club. Oh, okay. It's going to be like a new uh, Jedi space station, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, and they're on their way over there, except that on their way there, there is a hyperspace disaster, <gasps> which I believe I've talked about before. It's basically this really big ship uh, fell apart in the middle of hyperspace, and it fucked everything up for a little while. That is the very, very, very short version. And as you told me, for um, some and... reason, you can't just go around shit like that in space. You, for some reason, have to take straight lines. No, you cannot. So, okay. That's a big deal, yes, I guess. Straight lines. That's how it works. Flying around in three-dimensional space. Shh, don't think about it too much. I, Just think of hyperspace as like it's it's like a highway. Yeah, you keep right? telling me that, like you, and I keep thinking it's stupid because space is three-dimensional and you can move in literally any direction. So I will never get on board with the space lanes thing. But just continue with what you're talking about. Okay. <sighs> because of gravity and shit, Steve. Just there's don't no think gravity about in it space. It's not worth your time. Like, it's just, just go around. Me. It's a goddamn just, spaceship. Just accept, <laughs> just accept what I tell you without having to like overanalyze it. I don't think that's. I don't even Wars. think that's overanalyzing. That's just exist. regular analyzing. Anything, anything that you think of in terms of science, just throw that out the window whenever you're reading a Star Wars book. Okay. Just accept what they tell you. Okay. And your life will be so much. easier. I'm just saying, if you were in a, a boat and there was some shit in front of you in a boat, you'd go around it. I'm just saying. <sighs> and okay, that's only moving like in two dimensions at super fast speeds they're traveling at super fast speeds t steve and all of the little pieces of the ship they don't know where it's all gonna land at least not initially they're they're eventually able to like plot it out but they don't know that they don't know how to do that yet um but it's like all of these little these like little pieces of this giant ship that are going all over the place. They don't know when or where it's going to happen. So that's why they have to shut everything down. It's like there's meteors coming out of nowhere that you can't predict. And so everybody can't be in hyperspace for a little I while. Mean, that's basically what's okay, going on. Okay, I just don't agree. Just you're moving accept at what you're I tell you. You're moving at light speed, <laughs> so the odds of hitting that asteroid that's flying by is literally astronomical. Shh. Okay, are we done? I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so they're traveling to Starlight Beacon, but then they have to exit hyperspace, and they and there's like nowhere to go. And then they realize that there's a there's an abandoned space station uh, that they can all travel to, and they have to go to it because the area of space that they're in is like there might be some solar radiation or something. They need to go somewhere sheltered sure, in yeah. order to survive. So this small ship full of Jedi. There's only literally only four Jedi uh, and a few other uh, stragglers who got stuck in this area of space because they can't be in hyperspace anymore. Um, they all go to this station and it's like this arboretum. It's like full of plants and shit and they don't know like what the fuck that's about. No one has any idea what this what this place is. And very long story short, not even, it's not very long, but I don't want to go into all of the precise details. Uh, what it is, is it is a ancient space station used by a warrior race similar to the Mandalorians, but not exactly the same. They're called the Amaxine. Uh, it's this ancient space station that was used by the Amaxine that can shoot out 
like hyperspace capable pods that can like go almost anywhere. I mean, you know, like I say, it's like a straight line, mm -hmm. but they can just like, you know, they can just go places and then they can come and then they can, they land and then they can come back and they were used in ancient times to like basically spy on people it's like it's like a spy station where they can like send out these pods anywhere they want to go uh really quickly and really quietly and they can use it to you know for all kinds of theoretical purposes uh in the modern times everybody wants the station but uh the jedi pretty quickly figure out that no one should have it because that is too powerful for any of these factions mm -hmm. to have the ability to just teleport wherever the hell they want whenever the hell sure. they want unless their space um, lane is closed of course <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> um and the entire th uh, turns out that the plants that were inside the thing aren't actually plants i mean they are but they are sentient uh they are sentient plant life that can like move around they're not rooted to wherever the hell they happen to be uh, and they're super strong in the dark side, and they were they were in like this hibernation because of these like statues that were put in place by the ancient Sith, because these plant monsters were too powerful for the Sith to handle, uh, which is so fucking cool, and I love plant that monsters. so fucking much. They are plant monsters. They are called the Drengear. And they think of uh, organ of like normal people as meat, and all they want to do is eat the meat. Uh, <laughs> and I love it. This this story has all the things about Star Wars that I like. It has a simple premise. It's just a bunch of people trying to survive on this abandoned station. Uh, it has crazy cool uh, aliens and monsters. There's one character named Granite who is literally just a rock that can move around. He can't speak. He's just there. A, like a and sentient he has, boulder. Like, and everybody like gives him their own personality. Like, like, <laughs> like there's one point where this guy is talking to Granite. And then this this other dude is like, what are you doing? He's very sensitive. You can't spring all this on him. <laughs> and it's like this, this recurring joke throughout the entire novel that this granite character has this like really complex personality that you never get to see because he's just a rock who moves from room to room. And that's it. And I How love do they know? it. Just so they funny. call it it's granite or is that his actual name somehow? Oh yeah, so its name isn't pronounceable by uh, like normal. That human, makes sense considering people. it doesn't speak. Uh, yeah, so its name is unpronounceable, so they just call him Granite. That's like what they—that's the name okay. they gave. But him. this is like a sentient. Uh, this is like just, this is like a person, but a rock. This is a sentient rock. Okay. Yeah. And can does move. he ever and also weigh in on things, or does he just roll around and just shit happens? No. He just goes places. He just, he, I don't even know if he can roll. I think that he just kind of slides places. I don't understand really how it works. And I love it. I think it's like, it's kind of hard to explain just how much personality they give a literal rock, but they do. But, uh, Claudia Gray does such a good job, uh, writing for the character. I laughed my ass off almost every time that he was on page or whatever. It was very great. Just, I loved it. Just a, a fucking but rock, huh? Also, okay. But anyway, yeah, this this rock is like literally one of my favorite characters, and he doesn't even speak ever. Tight. <laughs> but anyway, it's okay, Rocky, you go whenever you want. So there's a rock. There's a <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's a rock, and there's plant monsters, and there's ancient. Uh, technology that can be used in all kinds of cool ways and there's a really well done death fake out there's one point where before they realize that this place has that, that this station has pods that can shoot out they're exploring the station because they don't know what the fuck it is and this dude seemingly dies it's like they think he's disintegrated because he starts screaming and he's like next to this generator that is really powerful and they think that he was just like disintegrated by the generator because that happens from time to time except that's not what happened he was inside this pod and the generator launched the pod to the home world of the tree people and then he was tortured there for days and everybody assumed he was dead and then a different Wait, the, jedi the, the tree people tortured him 
Yeah, aren't, the tree people. They're aren't evil. they just interested I, in eating the they, meat? No, they're they're torturing him specifically so they can get information as to why, uh, like what their people are up to on the station. They're trying to figure out, like, because like you know, thousand. Oh yeah, the tree people are basically immortal. Apparently, like they're they have like super long lives. Like these are the same tree people who fought the ancient Sith. Ah, okay. Even though, and like. Which was, like, I think hundreds of years ago, if not thousands of years ago. But these trees are still around. Uh, and they're trying to interrogate this Jedi, but he's delirious and he can't give them any information that's useful. But they don't immediately kill him because they're still trying to pump him for information. And then this other Jedi accidentally gets sent to the same planet because he finds one of these pods. Um, and then and then he realizes that this uh, that his friend is still alive and... And then he, but uh, they like drug, they drug the guy, the original guy, the, the one tree who was captured. People do. They, the, the tree people drug him. They like stick him with like adrenaline because they have like all kinds of fucking, uh, like, I don't know, plant capabilities. Okay, so is this like an advanced scientific society of tree people or is he like the fucking Ents from I Lord don't of the Rings? I think so. They're like Ents from Lord okay. of the Rings, except that their face is like a giant Venus flytrap and they. Now, basically, have you ever seen, um, fucking, uh, Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah, I'm familiar with the PD Piranha, sure. <laughs> because it's, yeah, it's basically giant PD Piranhas. That's what they are. They're PD Piranhas. Okay. Uh, and they're so cool. But I guess why weird, I'm asking is, love do them. they have the technology to drug somebody, or are they just fucking plant monsters on a giant it's forest homeworld? It's not home technology. World? It's like... They can just, like, they have, they can just, like, prick him with one of their, like, thorns, and then he's drugged. It's like they, they naturally create, oh, make okay. drugs, if that makes sense. It's like a plant um, thing. But no, the, yeah, because it's a plant thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, um, so they, they prick him, and they, sh like, shoot him with adrenaline, and then he starts attacking the other Jedi, and the guy, you know, and this is, this is a dude who, they all thought he was dead for, like, five days, uh, and they're like, and he's like, no, I can't fight you, and then he's able to break through, and then they both leave together, and it's this whole thing, they sabotage the station on their way out, because they don't want anybody to hold, to, to be able to use it to do all kinds of horrible things, and they don't want the plant monsters to be able to, um, you know, use the station to invade all of these, all of these different planets sure. or whatever. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And then that's, that's basically the end of the book. Oh yeah. Also, there's a couple of other Jedi who have this very sad backstory where like, it's like the very early beginnings of what's wrong with the Jedi order. It's like, because they're not allowed to grieve and they're not allowed and like they just have to anytime they have any kind of a negative emotion they're just supposed to push it away mm -hmm. they don't deal with their emotions they just and pretend they don't have that is how you have a well balanced person no no it's not <laughs> and that's the entire point and you can't get your dick uh, wet which I think... so you definitely have no coping mechanisms at all so i imagine there's a lot of drug addicts among the jedi yeah exactly yeah so yeah they, they are not allowed to have any emotion any negative emotions whatsoever they're not allowed to have sex they're not allowed to do drugs and they have to always follow all of these rules no matter what and if they fuck up they could be expelled from the jedi order and and, uh, that and what's the downside often, of being it, expelled it from the jedi order um, you know, that's a good question, and I don't really know. Because like, you still get to keep the Force, uh, and if you got as far as making the lightsaber, I'm sure you yeah, get to keep the, that, too. I I think that, well, I know that, like, with Ahsoka, Ahsoka, when she left the Order, she did not get to keep her lightsabers. They were given back to her by Anakin, like, you know, a couple of years I later. I suppose, but she also, well, so yeah, I, and she that, also quit. She didn't get fired, so... That's that's well. She was kind of fired, and then she just didn't well. Now hang on a minute. I hang on. They, they took him away because they thought she did the bad. But then there was proof she did not do the bad. So did they not offer her her lightsabers back, yeah. or did she just decline them? Well, they she declined them because she doesn't want to be okay. Well, that's anymore. different that's then. So you totally get to keep the lightsabers then. That's. I suppose that's... Well, I'm not sure, because maybe they were offering her the lightsabers back as, like, a sign of, you can be a Jedi again I'm, I'm if you sure want. I'm sure that's probably and what it was. Like, no, but I don't want to be. Yeah, who, who's to say? I don't know. 
It seems like it's not uh, sure much of an inconvenience to be people. kicked out of the Jedi Order since you get to do all the fun things in life again. And also you can make stuff float. Yeah, I mean, obviously you can't take away someone's Force abilities, but you could make their lives a lot more difficult. And plus, I think that being a former Jedi for a lot of people would, like, put a target on your back. Uh, and so maybe it's like, if, as long as you're a part of yeah, the Jedi I suppose Order, you don't you're got protected. that. Uh that uh, gang safety then exact yeah so that would be the only thing oh, i just go join of, the sith but uh they actually uh this book also introduces this book does such a good job at like quietly introducing whole new concepts to the jedi order which is so cool one of the jedi is technically she's going to become a way seeker which is sort of like being like intentionally going on probation it's like she's going to go off into the frontier and, like, travel on her own. And technically, she's still a Jedi, but she doesn't really have to follow the rules as strictly anymore because she's, like, this... She's just, like, off on her own doing her own thing now. She's She is choosing to leave because she does not like that the Jedi Order doesn't allow her to feel her feelings. Uh, yeah, you gotta so feel those feelings. this, like... Yeah, exactly. And then there's this other dude uh, named Komak, who's probably my favorite character in the entire fucking book, um, who is, like, has a lot of anger, but, like, not... He's a, also a Jedi, but he's not... He, he's angry at the Jedi Order because, like, his master died, like, 25 years ago, and they never let him grieve for him. I think it's a him. Uh, and like it happened in the middle of this of this mission and it was all fucked up and then other people died on that mission and I mean this dude is basically traumatized like profoundly traumatized except he's not allowed to like act like he's traumatized he has to just ignore it and he has to pretend he's fine and he has to like you know follow all these bullshit rules and you know if he if he steps over the line too much then he gets reprimanded and he could get and he could be punished in different ways they could send him on different uh, you know do all kinds of crazy shit to him theoretically so he has to follow all these rules that he hates and so he's having a lot of doubts about the jedi order uh and it's just it's just a really fucking good book it 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 hit all of the notes i wanted it to hit it had a good story it had strong character arcs character arcs excuse me um, it had, like, it introduced a lot of really interesting elements to, like, the larger canon of the Star Wars universe. Like, this book has everything. It's so awesome. I really, really liked it. Also, sentient plant monsters. What the fuck? That's so cool. I just loved it. I, I, I really, really liked this book a lot. Uh, and I cannot wait for future High Republic stories. Uh, they are three for three so far. I have yet to be disappointed by them, and I'm just ugh, so excited. I think the next one's in, like, June, so I have a little while to wait, but not too long. And uh, that's it. So in my humble opinion, Star Wars The High Republic Into the Dark is a really fucking good book, and I hope somebody out there decides to read it because of my comments. That would make me really happy. Red. But we'll see. Uh, so those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye!